Welcome to Connected, a Christian podcast for young people in Gloucestershire and beyond. Welcome to this week's Connected. I'm here with Amy and we're going to be talking all about calling this week, following on from my conversation with Vicky last week, where she shared about her calling to follow in the footsteps of her husband and train to be a vicar. That was going to be one of my questions in terms of like logistics. If you have two vicars or clergy members that are married to one another, yet they're both running a parish how on earth do you yeah. you know orchestrate that if, if you've got a family like where do you live do you know I mean? it's a tricky one to manage and negotiate and navigate isn't it there seems to be quite a lot of married couples that are both vicars yeah though, which is yeah i find that quite interesting I'd yeah. Have if yeah you'd have seen if you'd have seen your husband or wife go through it why would you then want to go through it but yeah maybe it's a different kind of person maybe i don't know yeah this is true and also we've got to remember it is a calling as much as we think that you know sometimes it's career progression like people try to encourage us don't they Barry (laughs) now and again yeah (laughs) yeah but actually it's a calling isn't it it's a it's a vocation and stuff and I just yeah we've got to remember that sometimes it's not always it's not a career progression as such so If both husband and wife feel called to ministry, as in, you know, becoming a vicar themselves, then that's that's what God's calling them to do, isn't it? And I, maybe there is something about actually having seen it, seen somebody else doing it, or like if, you're, if your mum or your dad's a vicar, that you understand the role maybe a bit better than those people on the outside. Yeah. One of the things I thought would be good for us to talk about is about calling in a broader sense, not just about becoming a vicar. Um, yeah. God calls all the all of us. There's a role and a destiny and a and an opportunity for all of us to use our gifts and what yeah. giving us to do whatever line of work we go in, whether we end up as a you know a, a doctor or a bin man yeah. or whatever. That, yeah, absolutely. And sometimes that calling is not about your job. Sometimes it's about what you do in your in your spare time or your voluntary time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Opposed to your payment, what you get paid for. Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting last night actually. Um, with what Andy was saying about, you know, what's the difference for Christians within the school setting or for students within the school setting and how he was saying about, you know, how he likes to set his young people up with the thought process of looking at school as a mission field. You know, that's a calling, isn't it? That's a calling for a stage of life. So you are a student, you're a young student engaging with high school and actually rather than looking at it as this daunting scary thing that's gonna kind of swallow you up we're looking at it as this is our mission field and you know what's God calling us to do at this time um yeah so that's really interesting as well because there's different callings for different stages of life as well yeah totally and I think sometimes we can we can give this false image can't we that there's like this moment this light bulb moment where God speaks to you and says Amy I want you to be a youth minister and yeah. that we just wait and wait and wait for that moment to come. And actually, yeah. a lot of the time, Amy's um, Amy's going, even more <laughs> God's saying, um, just just turn up, just just 
do be who you should be here and yeah. in that place and that's what I'm calling you to be is to be a presence yeah in your life at the moment um yeah and that's we we maybe we don't value that enough because we think about dog collars or three years training or having a particular role but actually just being the person that's there yeah bringing a bit of light into the world that's a really important calling yeah definitely yeah we can definitely feel guilty especially in today's society and I think you know post generations as well where if we don't have a title or a job role or a specific like you said a specific career path we don't value that enough to call it a calling but actually like you said it's our everyday life isn't it and I know that the Diocese of Gloucester are big on that you know our our everyday life and our faith in our everyday life and actually it's our calling isn't it every day what is God calling you to do today and I always remember training at Bible College um, we used to have one seminar a week on work and the ethics of work and how, you know, sometimes we can go to work begrudgingly or, mm. you know, I don't know, we cl- we had to clean the dormitories begrudgingly or this, that and the other. And actually it was trying to reframe the mind to think, you know, whatever we do and whenever we're doing it, we're doing it for God. So we offer it all up to God. Yeah, yeah. And you know, so, so really everything we're doing is a calling. I mean, I know God calls us specifically, for certain yeah. things at certain times but actually everything we should be doing in life should be an offering or we should be yeah calling for what god's wanting us to do at that time and at that moment in our lives yeah so yeah it's quite interesting when we reframe that thinking totally totally yeah when did you know you wanted to be a youth worker barry um well it's there was a kind of slow process and then there was a massive light bulb moment so yeah I'd done, when I was doing my teacher training, when I was in my early 20s, I was, I used to work as a youth worker for the county council to earn a bit of money. So I had a background in doing some youth work for a few years. And then when I became a Christian, the church that I found my faith in, the vicar said at a church meeting one time, you know, we're still praying about setting up a youth group and having someone to lead our youth work. And I just really naively said to him, well, I used to do youth work, so I'll get involved in that and help you out. So I got kind of started volunteering with it. And I was was still working and, you know, pootling along, doing that every kind of Sunday. And I started to find that it was becoming the thing that I was just thinking about all week. And I was really, it was really kind of taking over my thought process and my thinking. And then we had a Sunday evening where we were supposed to be running our youth group and I turned up to set the hall up. We we borrowed the like the village hall and there were some decorators in the hall. So we couldn't use the hall. And I was like, in that in that moment, I sort of went, well, what do we do? We either cancel or we do something really kind of like crazy and off the wall. So it was June. So the weather was really nice. So I decided that we would run our youth group in the car park. Yeah. <laughs> so I got all the tables and chairs out and set up in the car park. And then the vic- Tim, the vicar turned up, who was helping run it, or I was running, helping him run it really. And um, he kind of was like, what are you doing? So I said to him about it. And so he started phoning around and somebody turned up with a gazebo and somebody else turned up with like a barbecue. And so we just kind of created this thing in the car park at nothing. And all the other, yeah. and it was, it was just a really, really cool evening. It was really kind of chilled. And then, I did a little kind of 
god slotty kind of share thing which yeah. all the young people responded to really well and as i finished i looked out and the sun was just setting like behind the trees around the edge of this car park and it was just this beautiful scene of all these young people and all these kind of stuff going on and this this out of this chaos had come this beautiful moment and i had a young person who was looking after the sound system he just hit like uh random play like shuffle play on his ipod um so that a song would kick in as we were kind of going into this time of prayer at the end of my little talk and um that song here i am um here i am to worship you know light of the world by tim Houston, which is a really iconic song for all the young people and it was really that it was like the song of the moment but it it landed at just the right moment in the whole thing as i looked out over what was going on in this space i just really felt this is what you're supposed to be doing everything else that you do in your life is not as important as this connecting young people with god and creating creating something worshipful and beautiful out of the chaos of life Um, and that just then literally like the next day i said to helen my wife um i think i need to give up work and go to youth ministry full-time and so that was then the start of me going and training and taking it up so there was a real sense in that moment that god was going yeah this is you um yeah this is what i made you for and this is what i've been preparing you for um wow and that was like i don't know 20 years ago something like that and never ever ever i know we've joked about it about going to the dark side which means <laughs> ordination which means ordination for all of those that you are that are listening um but like in in all seriousness have you ever felt you know that sense of that pull you know that is the next step that's what you should do or have you always been really really clear and knowing that actually you know that is not what God's calling you to do and you are to stay in youth ministry I think the easy answer is to say no I've never really felt that call but I spent eight years in a independent church and I was an elder of that church yes Um, so I've done the kind of leading services and doing communion and baptizing young people and I've done all that kind of stuff in that kind of church elder role and preaching on a Sunday morning so I suppose I have in some ways had that sort of vicar kind of role but that was always as a volunteer alongside the fact I was still working as a youth worker um that's always been my primary calling no I've never felt that I want to be a vicar no have that broader pastoral ministry and church leadership ministry because it's just not what gets me excited I, you know yeah. I, I jokingly say I'd, uh, I have to end if I became a vicar I'd have to end up hanging out with old people <laughs> and I've got nothing against old people but it's like why would I stop doing youth work which is the thing that I, I love and that I think I'm quite good at and I feel like is what God's made me to be why would mm. I stop doing that and end up going doing something else? It's just yeah. doesn't seem any point to that, really. Yeah. Um, what about yeah. you? Because I know people have mentioned it to you as well. What do you think? Yeah. So, like, similar to you, really, I've always um, been involved with things to do with the children, the families and youth in various churches that I've been in, similar to you, teacher training, you know, all of those kind of things. Um, And I suppose I went to Bible college when I was quite young, almost immediately after college, actually before university. 
Um, and I was already part of kind of the youth leadership as a as a young leader. So I always felt a pull and like a calling to the youth. Um, and then like similar to you, because it was an independent church setting, I had that access and that freedom and also that training of preaching and leading services and baptizing young people so similar to you I had I kind of was you know doing those things in in the early stages of my life and then obviously I had a massive period of time where you know it's all over the world um with my children's father and stuff like that and becoming a mum and you know kind of work work or went on the back burn for me and it was only when I moved into Gloucestershire and uh, went into the Church of England, which was a shock for me as well at the time. Um, and it was really interesting because I tried so many different churches. We went to Birmingham, we went to Oxford, we went here, we went there. We tried loads of different denominations. And then when we settled in like one of the Church of England churches, it it was that sense of this is where you're meant to be. Yeah. So it, might, it wasn't necessarily at the time the church that had the most going on. But it was definitely the church that I felt God was saying, you know, this is where you're meant to be for now. And then fast forward, however many years, when when my role then came up, I didn't even apply for it because I had a young child. Yeah. And it interests me and sparked me. But I just thought, you know, timing's not right. And that's that's when you take on your you know, earthly mentality, isn't yeah. it? And you go, you know, timing's not right for me and this, that and the other. And you try and justify it in your own understanding. Um, you don't see God's wisdom. And then I had so many people saying to me, you know, I really think you should look at this role. And I was like, mm, I'm not sure it's the right time. Anyway, went for the role. And then literally in my interview, I remember giving almost like my testimony of where God had really shown me, you know, I had to make a choice as a young person, which which camp are you in? Are you in the world? Or are you in, are you in, you know, have you got a faith? Are you following me? Because I had my feet, I think, in both kingdoms really at that time. I mean, I was 16, so pretty typical um and it was when I was at interview I just like had this sense of you know this is actually what I'm meant to do I would like burst into tears in the middle of my interview (laughs) (laughs) I was like I'm not an emotional wreck I just really feel like spurred and god god's at work and yeah and then I just knew actually no this is what I need to be doing and actually as we've gone on and as I've gone on in the years for me it's like it's been confirmed everything I do within schools everything I do within community everything I do with the young people that support that love that acceptance that is where I am most happy and also where I feel God's using me now where that takes me later on in life I know that God's not calling me to be clergy at this Mm. moment in time um watch this space (laughs) never say never never say never but I know that that's not really that's not what I feel called to I feel called to young people in whatever capacity that means you know what we're like with our mentoring and our post pastoral support I definitely feel I want to dig a bit deeper with that in time um but definitely still around around young people so for me yeah it's been quite clear it has been clear like it's it's meant to be with young people and I went through a period where I did the teacher training and I thought I was meant to be a teacher I was like this is what I need to be doing I need to be a teacher you know I pushed doors and and I was like gosh it's just not as easy or or as what I expected it to be um and then obviously yeah went into youth ministry and it was completely different so it's interesting how God opens doors closes doors he makes it quite obvious doesn't he yeah 
and there's something about isn't there that, that you find yourself in that right groove and it's not that it's kind of comfortable or, or easy all the time but it just it fits right yeah and it just feels like you're not fighting against anything you're just going in the in the flow there's that that image isn't there of uh like a, a ship with its sails filled with the holy spirit and yeah you're getting blown in the direction the holy spirit wants you to go and that's what it feels like for me as a youth minister is that everything that i do is like i'm it's god that's that's leading me in the direction and taking me and i'm just going with it yeah, I always think about that saying, you know, when the, I can't even remember who said it, but there was this, you know, when people were saying things like the time, the time is now. So what God's calling you to do now. And I that's always kind of stayed with me because I think we can as human beings and especially in in our societies, we can always be looking on to the next. Yeah. When I move on next school or when I finish my GCSEs, when I've gone to university, when I'm an adult, when I'm a grown up, when I've had children, when I've got married, yeah. when I, yeah. and there's always this next, next, next. And we're always fast forwarding. And actually, I remember somebody saying about, you know, what's God doing now? What this moment, your moment is now God's calling you now. And I think, you know, actually, it is it's healthy to, to live like that. You know, I'm at school now. This yeah. is my mission field. This is my calling now this is what God wants me to do. God, like, you know, do I need to be a witness to my friends? Do I need to do this? So, yeah, it's just really interesting. I think we can look at what God's called us to do on a wider scale. So like when we're talking about Vicky becoming a member of the clergy and stuff like that, and we can look at what's God calling us to do in our everyday lives. I think yeah. it's exciting and it's interesting. Really interesting and really interesting to see what God's got in store for all of us. So that's it from Connected. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. Hope you've enjoyed listening to our conversations. Do listen out for the next episode and keep connected with us through our Instagram at Connect Youth. We'll see you soon.